Welcome to Beyond the Book. In this episode, we'll talk about success strategies and how when they are designed by triumphant people, they often lead to amazing accomplishments. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff, guiding you through the essential elements that routinely show up in successful individuals. So let's dive into another episode to help you accomplish your objectives in a more timely and efficient manner. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Beyond the Book. I am your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff. Great to be back with everybody on the podcast today. And today, uh, you know, like any other episode on this show, we are welcoming some of the world's extraordinary entrepreneurs and professionals that are going above and beyond and sharing their personal and professional experiences that have led them to see the level of success they've seen thus far. And of course, today we are joined by a fantastic individual, co-author of the book, The Keys to Authenticity, Unlocking the Code to a Fulfilled Life and Business, which was a book that was authored not only among a team of fantastic entrepreneurs and professionals, but also Jack Canfield, legendary author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Uh, you know, so joining us today on the episode, John Taylor McIntyre. John was the co-author of this book. His chapter entitled "Authenticity is an Effective Innovation Tool: A Tool for Inventors and Entrepreneurs to Unlock Doors to Market and Financial Success." To learn a little bit more about John before uh, he joins us to to jump in on the episode, you know, John uh, John has had a long and very interesting international career as kind of an innovation ecosystem enabler, if you will. Uh, kind of a flexible role he's defines to take cutting edge valuable product, or excuse me, cutting edge science that is, from research organizations like universities to market uh, to become valuable products and services for public good. We're really excited to welcome John onto the podcast today to dive into, yes, his personal and professional experiences, but of course his chapter in the book, The Keys to Authenticity. John McIntyre, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, happy to have you aboard, John. I'm uh, really excited to get into your chapter. Uh, John, I, I guess the best place to, for us to start is right there. John, give us kind of give our audience, a, you know, here we are. We're sitting down to record this interview just a few short weeks after the launch of the book. Obviously, it's been a you know very successful launch, already a best-selling book. Talk to me about your chapter, though. Uh, what was kind of the impetus for this chapter? Uh, share kind of the key message and the theme that you were trying to get across to the audience. Yeah, sure will. Thanks. Um, you know, aren't we seeing so much hype in our social media dominated world today where truth and authenticity kind of take a backseat to the sexy, the flamboyant and the outlandish? Um, there's two recent news uh, examples come to mind. Elizabeth Holmes, who was the CEO of Theranos and Samuel Bankman-Fried, the CEO of FTX. Um, one of these was the youngest female billionaire and the other was a, a crypto uh maniac, um, a, a philanthropist wannabe. And, uh, and, you know, they had a lot of things going on in their life. So how does one go from Silicon Valley darling or crypto king pen uh, to a societal outcast so quickly? And I think it really comes down to authenticity, or in these cases, the lack thereof. Uh, when I think of authenticity, the following words come to mind, integrity, ingenuity, originality, inventiveness, as well as validity. We also shouldn't forget about being yourself while being respectful to others around you is also a form of authenticity. You know, all these actions related to these definitions, um, they really appear to be missing in the context of Theranos and uh, FTX founders. So warning, if the foundation's not soundly based, the tower will fall. So I don't wanna have this be in a depressive state. So I also mentioned uh, many positive influences in the book. Uh, some historical figures such as Benjamin Franklin and James Madison, 
as well as more contemporaries of Clayton Christensen with uh, disruptive innovation. And all, although currently somewhat controversial, even Elon Musk, um, very, very authentic, authentic, um, authentic people. Um, you know, all of them lived in lives that showed the need to genuinely strive to push boundaries between the conformity of present norms and then the creativity needed for future brilliance. However, a big part of authenticity is not only what um, what is not only seeing um, the world from our own self-serving uh, perspective, but we need to experience it through the eyes of those we associate with, allowing us to genuinely represent ourselves in a manner that also realistically benefits others. It's in this way the creation of wealth of inventors and investors becomes real renewable wealth for the world. Oh no, John, that's fantastic. And and John, uh, you know, again, you're taking an interesting angle towards authenticity. Obviously, all of the chapters in this book culminate towards the keys to authenticity. Your angle is looking at it as, as an effective innovation tool. Tell me, why did you ultimately feel called to share this knowledge, to share this lesson, if you will, with the readers, given your unique experiences? Well, thanks for that question. Um, this is really a, a piece of a bigger story for me. Uh, in our world today, we blatantly see the haves and have nots. You know, there's this huge gap between rich and poor, and it's growing. Uh, but especially since COVID 19, the past couple of years, people of different ranks, especially the worker class, have been participating in the great resignation. You know, people aren't, just aren't bought into their jobs as they were before. You know, they don't feel heard, appreciated, and that their piece of the puzzle is even meaningful, neither to themselves or their companies. So no wonder they're feeling disengaged. So what am I passionate about? Um, uh, you know, what I believe is that every individual has a reason for being, but everyone is different for many reasons. Um, everyone can have joy through use of their God-given talents and abilities. And being creative as oneself helps bring fulfillment and joy. But not only allowing, but cherishing differences that each individual brings um, makes society become very whole and, and uh, cohesive. So. It's, it's through my coaching and my mentoring based on a foundation of, these, of the success principles that we help organizations and individuals use creativity, inclusion, and transparency to really enable and empower um, all to learn how to develop um, through this influence-built um, uh, solutions. And you know, this just allows everybody to learn the value and importance of the individual parts and how that fits with the whole thereby allowing the parts and the whole to flourish and reach a full potential, you know, and this creates mutually prosperous society. And that's the reason for my company's name is um, Mutual Prosperity. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad you, is a beautiful natural segue into kind of my next question, because I wanted to take a step back from the book, The Keys to Authenticity, for just a moment, and uh, have you bring our audience up to speed on a little bit more of, of uh, yourself and your background in business. I know you mentioned uh, your teachings of the success principles, obviously a philosophy that's very uh, near and dear to Jack Canfield. Uh, talk talk me through yourself, your your business experiences, and, and uh, you know a little bit more of your background. Yeah, so uh, for 32 years, I've been taking, uh, helping to take uh, cutting-edge science to the market, and uh, uh, and this entails lots of different things. Um, you you pointed out that I call myself an innovation ecosystem enabler, and really what that means is that I take the raw research results from a research institution, and uh, like a university, and I take it to market to make valuable products and services uh, for public good. And this requires a lot of, um, you know, uh, 
intimate type activities. Um, one is protecting uh, the intellectual property with patents and copyrights, and then licensing that to entrepreneurs and innovative companies. So this activity, you know, requires a lot of support from, you know, multiple stakeholders from all around the technology transfer office is what it's called in these universities. And, um, and a lot of the times these organizations just uh, are, are not really understood. And so people, uh, they don't know how to deal with them or how important that piece of the puzzle is. Um, but, but I believe it's really important uh, because uh, if you bring these, um, these innovation ecosystems, this community together and actually go towards the same goal, um, it, it, great things can happen. So I've worked all over the world. Uh, in North America, I worked at the University of Illinois. I worked for Patel Memorial Institute um, at the Pacific Northwest National Laboratory, which is a Department of Energy laboratory. Um, I, I worked for a software distributor, helping them open up a Pacific Rim division, and then also for um, a high-tech uh, medical laser company and, and helping them get into the uh, Asian market. Um, I also uh, did a lot of work in Asia, in Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, Korea, Taiwan, Thailand, and in China, um, and in the Middle East, in Qatar, uh, Oman, Kuwait, uh, UAE, and, and also, of course, in the UK and, and Europe. Um, I most recently completed nine years as the director of uh, an intellectual property and technology transfer office for the Qatar Foundation in Doha, Qatar. Um, that's the place where the World Cup was just at in November. And uh, I, I continue with them as a senior advisor consultant from my home in Richland, Washington. And uh, this is where I'm building my, my new consulting and coaching practice, which is actually helping to develop these, these um, tools that, that help others um, pull in their innovation ecosystems together so that everybody can work better. Oh, I love that, John. A decorative and well-traveled career thus far. I love that you're you're bringing a call. It's really what you're doing now is a culmination of of so many years of interesting work across the world. Uh, John, uh, let's get back to the book now for just a moment. Um, I, I had mentioned a, moment, a few moments earlier, we're sitting down to record this towards the end of July here in 2023. And uh, we're just a few weeks after the release of the book, which again, it's been a bestseller since the release. Uh, obviously, it's an exciting time. Uh, John, what's the feedback been like from, you know, maybe friends, family, colleagues out there, uh, professional, you know, your professional network? Uh, what's, what's the feedback been like? Well, it's been really uh, positive and supportive. I mean, it, it's been exciting for me and to see the, the people just kind of rally behind me and, and, and want to see this thing soar has been really wonderful. Um, you know, people like the stark examples of those um, that appropriately use and also those who abuse authenticity and they really like and appreciate the different perspective that, that's brought out in the book. Um, you know, some of the business acquaintances are, are sharing the news. They've told me that they're sharing the news with those people, um, you know, like somebody on a plane next to them or at work, and and they're letting them know that those that uh, shared the plan, you know, that they plan to purchase it. And so I'm really ex excited about um, about uh, everybody's acceptance of this theme. And mm -hmm. it seems to resonate with others, which I think is actually a good sign about where society may be headed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It is encouraging. Uh, absolutely. Authenticity, just such an important tool uh, that can be used in our toolkit professionally and, of course, personally. Uh, John, I want to jump towards, you know, your future endeavors. You mentioned you're, you know, in the process of building up your consulting business. You're located out there in Washington. Uh, John, what's on the horizon for you? Any Anything exciting you want to let our, our uh, listeners know about? Yeah, well, th thanks for asking this question, because um, to me, it's really exciting. And and it's, it's, it's something I, I feel 
you know, like you pointed out earlier, you know, what's my calling? I feel called to do this. But um, Mutual Prosperity LLC, it's an empowering fusion of these diverse business and cultural experiences that I've had um, that focus on the values of transparency, authenticity, uh, creativity, inclusion, and pride in individual and group accomplishments. And then by combining uh, Jack Canfield's time-proven success principles with my corporate and academic um, experience uh, and grounding in, in a Japanese consensus and synchrony building techniques, um, the, the company offers this ultimate East meets West approach to forging uh, functional solutions. So on top of starting Mutual Prosperity and speaking around the world about these topics, I'm writing a book on the international arts of influence building for successive inventors and entrepreneurs and technology transfer professionals in business and life. And so this is another toolkit uh, for effective innovation ecosystem synchrony building. So that's one of the things that I'm really focusing on. Oh, that's great to hear, John. I mean, you you're clearly uh, there's no uh, there's no shortage of work in your uh, in your pipeline, especially in the amount of businesses and lives that you can impact with that work. John, for anybody that's really interested in the work that you're doing and set out, uh, you know, this path that you're on with mutual prosperity, and they're interested in learning a little bit more about you, maybe your chapter in the keys to authenticity or just any of your future endeavors, what would be the best way somebody could find you online and learn more about you? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for that question. Um, and glad to share. Um, so mutualprosperity.com, it's under construction right now, but hopefully shortly it'll be out and open. But uh, other than that, um, my LinkedIn uh, page on uh, John Taylor McIntyre uh, would be, be a great way to get in touch with me. Fantastic. Well, John Taylor McIntyre, final question for you. I know, uh, you know, you have a level of familiarity with Jack Canfield, given your your knowledge of his success principles. Obviously, you had the chance to write this this book uh, among a team of entrepreneurs and other professionals, Jack Canfield included. What's it like to to have your name cemented, uh, you know, in a piece of work that is so valuable out there in you know a personal setting, a professional setting, uh, and, and just have your name right there along Jack alongside Jack's. Well, first of all, Jack has just been an incredible mentor for me, and I've learned an incredible amount from him and uh, really uh, look to his example for, for how to, you know, make the world a better place and, and to, to um, give it myself in an appropriate way. Um, to be in, involved with the book with Jack and with these other players, to me, is just a way uh, of of being able to cement my ability to actually go out and 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 do what I think I'm supposed to, and uh, and help people understand um, these different principles and 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 put them in their lives. But uh, it's just been an awesome experience, and I, I feel very very grateful. Fantastic. Well, John Taylor McIntyre uh, of Mutual Prosperity. Again, co-author of the Keys to Authenticity, your chapter entitled "Authenticity is an Effective Innovation Tool: A Tool for Invent or Excuse Me Inventors and Entrepreneurs to Unlock Doors to Market and Financial sec Success." John, really appreciate you carving some time out of your busy schedule to jump aboard the podcast. Tell us more about, of course, your chapter. We encourage everybody to go pick up a copy of the book. A lot of great insight and valuable lessons, uh, you know, within John's chapter as well as all the other chapters in this great book. Uh, and John, just appreciate you again and, and hopefully we'll have you back on the road uh, you know back on the show down the road to, to get an update on some of those fun uh, endeavors that you're taking on thank you so much it's been it's been a blast 
course, and hey, look, folks, uh, we want to take one final moment, as we always do, and thank you for stopping by and spending some time with us on the podcast today. If you did take something away from today's discussion with John, uh, you know, Taylor McIntyre, you benefited from the conversation surrounding authenticity in any way, shape, or form, make sure you hit that subscribe button then on whichever platform you check this out on. That way you never miss out on a future conversation where I'm joined by one of the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals to discuss their personal and professional successes that have led them to achieve the level of success ultimately they've seen thus far in their world. Before John, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long today. We appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Beyond the Book.